Hi, my name is Francis McDonald, and I am CEO of Lift Power. Lift is focused on the exploration and development of hard rock lithium deposits, and our flagship asset is our Yellowknife lithium property. Francis, good to see you in London. Good to be here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Always like being in London. Yeah, maybe not in winter. Right, you're here with the Canadian Symposium. Lots of Canadian companies have rushed over to London to try and do what? What's happening next door? Well, it's company presentations, I think, trying to invest or, or to attract capital, mm -hmm. which is a difficult thing to do right now. And uh, I hope people are at least a little bit successful. Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about that. You've got money. <laughs> well, actually, here's the thing. You've got a little bit more money because you've had, we talked about it last time out, so it's not me and his, but, you know, fires stopped. A lot of people doing what they wanted to do. You had a 40,000 meter drill program lined up. Um, but you had to delay, delay a little bit of that. So where did you get to? So, the, yeah, that's right. So we had to shut down for about a month. There were wildfires around Yellowknife. The city got evacuated, and obviously we did as well. And so we got we are at about 30,000 meters of drilling completed this year. We'll probably get to about 32,000 meters. Mm -hmm. We're starting to wind things down right now because we're in the Canadian Arctic. It gets dark in the winter. And when it's dark, you can't fly helicopters. So that's kind of the limiting factor right now. Right. Okay. Okay. And uh, we could play catch up. So how's that, when's that going to happen? Yeah, we need to play catch up. So that'll happen in the winter. And we should be drilling again by, we're aiming for January 10th. Okay. Not so far. Yeah. Not so far. So what are you going to do with all this data? Because we've been seeing the headlines coming out, right? I expect there's more coming. You seem to be hitting what you want to find. Is the grades, the grades remain high. I guess where you thought they would be. So that's comforting, right? Very comforting for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, you know, it's, I say it's comfortable, we, comforting, but we, we had a thesis. We've got these outcropping dikes. We're drilling under them. It should be there and it is there, right. you know, and I think the drilling is showing that. So what are we going to do with all the data? I mean, the, the goal is the same as we're going towards an inferred resource estimate. And that will be sometime around October, or sorry, August of 2024 next year. Right. Okay. But my recollection of the last conversation was it, the end goal here is to get production as quickly as possible. You're not here to drill for fun. Yeah, exactly. That hasn't changed. No, that hasn't changed. Not at all. Okay. Yeah. So let, let, let's, look, let's look at, if I, you'll play cash up, start again in January. You, will you drill to that same, um, uh, you're aiming for 40,000, right? Will you be adding any more to that 40,000 number? It depends on financing. So obviously we're drilling a lot of meters. It's not cheap. And we'll look at it, you know, do we take more dilution on what's the cost of capital at that point? Yeah. We'll probably be looking at it for sure. Okay. And we'll just kind of make that assessment uh, in the new year. Right. Okay. Now it's a difficult market at the moment for, from, all equities um, out there. Um, lithium's had a good ride of it recently. Lots of companies want to be lithium companies. In fact, lots of companies who were nickel, gold, and other things wanting to be lithium companies becoming nickel companies. As with lithium companies, so it's a lot more competition for the for the dollars when they when that does come back. What sort of company do you think you represent for you know honest money? Yeah. So I mean. The other thing right now is that lithium is at two-year price lows. Yeah. And so the shine has kind of wore off lithium a little bit. But the thing is, is that 
I think that the prices, they're just going to go like this, you know, for the next 10 years. And so we're at a trough right now. Lithium ticked up in the last few days. Gangfeng was up 10% in Hong Kong a couple of days ago. So looks like at least within the last few days that things are ticking up. So I think that can bring some interest back to the sector. Yeah. I don't think the macro story has changed. You know, we've seen OEMs coming in. We've seen M&A deals happening. And but I think for generalist investors, everyone's looking for the bottom. You know, when are we going to find the bottom? And I think or at least I hope that this is the bottom and then we're going to see more money coming back in. Right. Okay. But but I guess the question is more about, well, how do you position yourself ahead of the crowd? Sure. Is it simply a case of the, the, the grades that you're showing? Is it is it, what, what do you think you need to be for them? I think it's the the resource potential, you know, the scale of the pro- the project, but it's also infrastructure because if this isn't a stranded asset, it's not in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, we can get material out of there. So resource potential, infrastructure, but then also I think the speed at which we're doing things is also attractive to people. I mean, we've talked about this, you know, we're not mucking around with one drill rig and saying, oh, we're going to drill this off in five years. Like we're looking to drill this off in you know, under 12 months to get to inferred. Right. Okay. Um, and, and can you do that yourselves? Yep. You think you can? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So if, if I, if I, if I look at the market right now, we're seeing a lot of companies coming talking about, oh, okay, strategic partners and I need to get alternative financing sorted out. It, the, the, the money is hard to come by. What are you, what are you, what are you hearing? Because obviously you were, I mean, you flew out of the gates hundred miles an hour. You found what you thought you'd find, you know, it's all at surface. It's the grades are good. Well, lots of imitators. It's a kind of you know, form of flattery, right? So you, you kind of, you seem to have everything that you, you need, but is it enough to kind of get the money that you want? Uh, yes, we have some big shareholders that would like to own more, but we're getting calls every week of people wanting, you know, 100,000, 500,000, you know, up to one and a half million shares. So we can, I think there's a lot of demand there. People see this as a massive opportunity. This is a world-class district. Yeah. And for good projects, even in bad markets, there's always money available. Right. Okay. Okay. And um, I I, I guess what what I'm trying to work work out, it's like there's a a lot of lithium stories out there and I was trying to work out what's the... Who are the who are the guys that are most likely to succeed? What what do they look like? I get I get okay. You're saying we've got some shareholders. They want more more stock because it's it's it, things you know it's doing quite well. Because quite frankly, moving sideways is a victory at the moment with with share sure. price, right? Yeah. And um, you know what what what's, what's the profile of, of a good lithium company look like? And I guess in, in the same breath, what's the profile of a not so good lithium company look like? Why do why do pegmatites more likely to succeed than Brian's? start with that so uh, a good lithium company i mean if you just look at the assets then you know i think coming out with something less than a 25 30 million ton resource isn't really going to get people too excited at this point you know i think you need big resources because if you're a major mining company or an albemarle or a sqm or a rio tinto you're not going to go after something small you know and so smaller projects always have that 
issue is they're not attractive for yeah. a takeout. And, you know, if you're, if you're going to actually build something yourself, like, do you want to go out and try and build a small mine? I don't know, but there's no, there are no big ones in North America at the moment. There are no big. You mentioned, what, 25, 30 there? 25, 30? Mm-hmm. There's not, nothing even at 50% of that at the moment is, right? Yeah, I mean, Patriot, um, the James Bay Pegmatite that Alchem Live End has. Yeah. Uh, Frontier has a big resource. But other than that, there's I'm in North America, Lithium as well. Yeah. And uh, but, but other than that... There's not that much. Mobile on another one. Sorry. Sayo okay. Oh, you, know, you know me a few now. Okay. Yeah. Get, getting that. But if I look at some of the de- development, the other, most of the other development stories, um, we've obviously got got some studies done on this and I've got a resource put on these things. Um, Space One this morning was made a pretty big claim of being, you know, the, the, the biggest in, in North America. They're, they're sitting at 16 million, 16 million, I think. Right. So we are we saying that you know you've got to be careful about size is important. Absolutely. Doesn't mean it can't get into production. Maybe it doesn't mean that it won't be economic necessarily, but it's going to be harder. It depends. You could always put something small into production. Yeah. And it could be profitable. Yeah. But I don't think that's what the market wants. You know, the market wants big, you know, huge potential blue sky going to get bigger yeah this kind of thing and for big companies they need big projects in order for it to move the needle for right. them you know so if you're a rio tinto you know 10 million tons or like let's say you're producing fifty thousand tons of spodumene concentrate a year right it just doesn't move the needle in terms of of revenue something like five hundred thousand tons of spodumene concentrate a year which is like a sigma lithium mm. i mean then you're talking you know plus billion dollar revenues and then that's obviously interesting for a company of that size right so it's who's who's the end who's the end buyer who's the end builder um i think that's important and then understanding what they're looking for is also important like if you have if you have some a project that's is small, great economics, you know, maybe you want to build it yourself. Yeah. And then maybe you'll make money doing it, you know? Maybe it's good in a private company. Yeah. You're just a spodumene producer. You're selling 50,000 tons a year, you know, and what is that, 150 million in revenue could be attractive, right? Um, But if you want to sell it to somebody else who's going to build it, then I think you need to be looking for world-class, big assets, close to infrastructure. Okay. Because here's the thing about the lithium space. I think people kind of get excited because the EV, EV stuff, right? They get excited because they, they understand lithium-ion batteries. So lithium is the, the, the clue, right? So sure. they, they get excited about it without actually necessarily knowing too much about that, the sector in terms of supply-demand. We see a few, you know, supply-demand gap charts every, every now and again, and they all look slightly different, and the numbers are slightly different, and the sure. forecast is slightly different. Um, but... I, I don't, for instance, qu- I can't so quickly look at your grades and go, do you know what? That's the equivalent of whatever, grade per ton gold or grade per ton copper or grade sure. per ton nickel. And, 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 and that kind of means that I'm they're not able to kind of very quickly assess what a lithium company is worth. So high-grade lithium starts, where do you think? I mean, so it's all dependent on the lithium prices, right? And, you know, 
geologically they're kind of between one and one and a half percent. That's kind of the range for high for high grade. Yeah, and even but there's right. not many out there that are less than one percent either. You know, so it's that's that's the grade of these things. You guys also use ppm as well to measure these things. It's sort of very confusing. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> that's a good a good point. There's the li two o so lithia, yeah. and that is it's two point one five three times the parts per million. And so everybody reports it in Li2O. Yeah. And I don't even know why that is, to be honest. Um, it comes back from the lab in PPM, but we right. always convert because that's the standard way of doing it. Right. Percentage is a little bit, a little bit easier. Yeah. So like, so, so, so somewhere between one and one and a half. Um, so it's dependent on what the lithium price is going to do. So you must have a strong, what you sort of touched upon it earlier, you, you suspect we're at the bottom now. It's got to move back. It can't hit the dizzy heights that it did before, surely, because it's it seems unsustainable if it bounces around so erratically. Sure. Highs to the highest to lows. W what does good look like in terms of price, LITO price? I mean, even right now, if you're producing spodumene concentrate at 2,500 US a ton, yeah. you're making money. Right. And so get it in production. <laughs> So right, so okay. concentrate right now. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're okay. But but you think this this erratic nature of okay, look, I guess it's a fairly new market for nascent and in many many ways. There's lots of lithium around. If you know how to actually get it out of the ground economically, there's lots of lithium around. But and there will be therefore lots of new entrants if the if the if the price rises. Right now, it's a low. It makes it hard for people to get funded. Yeah, and that's what I'm sort of saying to you. In moments like these lulls, like this, it's you've got to you've got to have a long term sense of what the price will be. Sure. Whereas funding's going to sound awfully expensive for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, long term, a lot of people are throwing around twenty to twenty five thousand uh, per ton, and that's for lithium carbonate, lithium hydroxide, and it's kind of a ten to one ratio between spodumene concentrate and lithium chemicals approximately so you know right now we're at 2500 spodumene about 25,000 a ton uh, carbonate and hydroxide so people say that that's the long term but i think a lot of the time people are just saying that no one really knows you know that's the thing and this is one specific price that's quoted in china as well like in japan they're still buying it for 40,000 a ton so even even the way that the pricing works is, you know, not many people actually understand how this works. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a very new market. Um, it has been driven by China a lot because a lot of the converters are in China. And but I think, you know, over time, this will change. There will be converters in North America. There will be converters in Europe and the pricing won't be as driven by China, I think, after a while. Might take a while to get there, though. Right, okay. Yeah. But and how does all of this kind of inform the way that you go about it? Obviously, I think the big thing I might take away from each of the conversations is we're, we're getting to production as quickly as possible. Yeah. You know, um, first mover, well, not first mover, but, you know, moving quite quickly in this space sure. is so, so important to you guys. Um, do, do, what, do, what do you say is the barriers for this? I'm, what I'm trying to do is a session if people don't understand lithium so well you've got all that experience right you've got all that knowledge and you know all that data so what are the kind of barriers to this entry how does it sort of trip and stumble and fall or score an own goal whatever 
line you want to use. You mean from a, a lithium project perspective well, to no, get it no. to production? Or? Well, the, the start is wider than that. The industry as a whole at, 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 the, at the moment, what was the kind of biggest barriers to success for people maybe wanting to get into production when then we're talking about production separately? I mean, in Canada, permitting right. is the bottleneck. Right. And I think if Canada is serious about a critical mineral strategy, we have to look at streamlining the permitting process. And that doesn't mean make it less stringent, but it just means guaranteeing turnaround times, you know, so that we can move quicker. Right. Okay. Um, I guess the scale is always going to be an issue because there's new spodumene pegmatites being discovered every week in James Bay. Uh, and that's great. Around the Yellowknife district, everything's exposed, everything outcrops. And so we have the biggest ones, but there are hundreds of spodumene pegmatites in the district. So just because someone has discovered a spodumene pegmatite in outcrop doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be an economic mine. Right. Similar to gold, you could find a, a quartz vein with a bit of gold in it, and they're all over the place. But to make a real big, you know, 250 to 500,000 ounce a year gold mine, I mean, you need a massive deposit. So there will be, there will be lots of big deposits around. Patriot's a great example, not known about, uh, you know, until a few years ago. Cool. And, but that will be a big thing is having the scale in order to justify a big mine. Right. And as far as you're concerned, the, the demand is that we've seen a you know, saw recently, last few months, someone put out a short report on um, one of the other lithium companies, but I don't name names. Um, don't want to get even more of a kicking than they, they, they got. There's a bit of, I guess, lack of understanding or uncertainty around the demand numbers and the demand drivers at that. Do you think that has any validity? Do you think that, you know, the group who wrote that short report kind of got any aspect of that right? Don't think I read the short report. Okay, so. okay. Well, then you don't have to answer the question. <laughs> it makes it easy. It makes it easy. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I was just saying, like, well, one, of, one of your kind of um, competitors, slightly more advanced than you, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, they, there's a group who... Oh, I might shorter know. This, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and, I, and I think... That makes obviously life difficult for them individually, but it also then ripples out and affects the industry as a whole. Um, I'm not quite sure. If it was a short report that I am thinking of against a Canadian company, it was a horrible short report. Right. And everything was, I read it and it was just like, this is this is just amateur. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's lots of, there's always something you can dig into in a project. Yes, the demand side, obviously, there's lots of unknowns. You know what's going to happen in China. Yeah. You know is is uh, is the UK going to backtrack on, you know, banning internal combustion vehicles. Yeah. You know, so lots of things could affect the demand side of it. But the way I think of this is that we're on a trajectory, and I don't think the trajectory is going to change. Like the timelines may switch somewhat. Yeah. But when you have companies like Volkswagen that's going to invest 190 billion euros into completely changing their supply chain, you know, going to electric vehicles, these guys make the cars, you know, and if they're not selling internal combustion engines or cars with 
with ICEs than they're selling electric vehicles. And it will happen um, just a matter of time, I think, at this point. Right, okay. So I think my, my sort of takeaway again from today from you is it's you talked about and scale and that essence is really important in terms of companies being able to get off the ground, but obviously it's speed too, right? Sure. So nothing, nothing, nothing changes there. Yep. No, speed is really important because there will be enough lithium out there. Recycling will probably come into play at some point. So there is a window here, um, and we've probably talked about this before. Like lithium's not like copper where you can just go down the road and there's an old copper mine and okay, copper price doubles. Oh, we'll just turn that one on again. You know, we just don't have the resources out there. But eventually as the the exploration business for lithium matures, there's gonna be other resources. You know, maybe this one didn't work 10 years ago. Oh, well now it works, you know, and we'll bring right. that online. But at this point, no one's, we've never needed lithium in these quantities before. And so because of that, no one's ever really looked for lithium specifically so we have this window you know speed to market very important um pay off the capex you know grab market share things like that and then it, it becomes a barrier to entry for a lot of other projects down the road i think so i think so and hopefully a little bit of help from the canadian government along the way that's right good to see you man good to see you and uh, congrats on the project since they're moving on a nice little place there yeah we're pushing and uh, it's full speed ahead.